I think that was that was probably one of our better episodes, don't you guys think? Yeah, I no. was not expecting it to go that way. All right, Daniel, take us out. All right. Well, <laughs> you've been listening to Damage Control Podcasting. You've been listening to previously on a Damage Control Podcasting production. Uh, check us out every episode or new episodes every Monday on SoundCloud and YouTube, and uh, check us out on social media. I'm thinking on about going Facebook to, and on to, Twitter to Vimeo. Vimeo. We can find. We can maybe put ourselves on. What's that one? What's that one that was created by the dictator, the communist? Zack Snyder always uses it. Huh. Hmm. Well, find us on Twitter and Facebook <laughs> at Damage Vero. Control. Vero. Sorry, I redlined it. Vero. All right. Well, or not, possibly not, Vero just, in the future. We're trying. Yeah, to I don't know why podcast. you keep bringing this up this episode with Vimo and Jack Zack Snyder. I don't know. Uh, your plot was a little weird for my taste. I didn't yeah. like it at all. I mean, Playing it, in the it, neck. It was pretty rough. A draft, a draft I'm just, glad, that I'm just glad you remember to put new batteries in it. Yeah, no kidding. All right, Adam. Press the button. Click. So, are we going? Hey, yeah, I don't know how to segue back to the beginning. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was a time travel reference. Oh. So, you know, Someone was supposed to do time travel. Well, that's just Cody. it. Like, we're supposed to go back in time, right? And like, oh, whoa, remember what happened then? <laughs> He interrupted me. Someone strangling a walrus. <laughs> That's what time travel sounds like. God, you have to. <laughs> That's the the that, the, that, the that was my intro. Yeah. That was that was the best I had. I don't remember the rest of my intro. Okay. Okay. Is so, it written down? No, okay. it's not. All right, everyone. Welcome to previously <laughs> on. I, I'll save you, Tyler. Welcome Thank to previously you. on a damage control podcast Give him production. Uh, here we uh, we play as writers in a room trying to appease our uh, studio head, Cindy. who is Tyler. Cindy. No, De- it's, some coffee, it's Cindy. Deborah this time. Deborah. Cindy died. De- oh, oh, Cindy. Did we send her flowers? Yeah, she had a plane in the neck. Look, <laughs> 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 No, everyone's like, what the fuck? Yeah, you'd have to be here. All right, so we'll the uh, tickets to our next taping. I don't know Mr. Ballin does them live though. Uh, (laughs) The way this game works is Tyler, who has one last episode. The best option. Blew everyone out of the water. Yes, with his uh, I'll do anything for love but won't do that song reference. Beat a Bare Naked Ladies marathon and... A horribly thought uh, out. Yeah, that was. Yeah, yeah. Five, five different movies from Adam that all involved that all went down to Georgia. And when you, when none, you got, when you got so many worked. awesome yeah. ideas as I do, they just all kind of come out. Yep, yeah, so Tyler is honored with the privilege of hosting. Which I passed that on to Daniel. I hate, <laughs> I hate, I hate hosting. Yeah. And uh, his topic for today was time travel. Yes. Uh, so Adam, Cody, and I will be creating time travel movies. Tyler will be judging them, and what's they. Your, what's your studio head name? Will keep interrupting me. Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, I was going to travel through time and get a whole bunch of producers, but I, I couldn't get him. He was busy. No. I wonder what he's doing. I don't want to know what he's doing. It's not what. It's who. Deborah. I'm, I'm like. Deborah. I'm like. Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. I don't. I don't want to know what he was doing. Oh, okay. Mm. So. We're going to start off with a pre-quiz. This will be added to your final score. Is that like pre-com? Yes. For quizzes? Yes. Now my kids can't listen to this episode. <laughs> do they? Uh, do, no one listens to these episodes besides my bosses. Bots do. <laughs> bots on SoundCloud do. They mm-hmm. keep retweeting. And Adam's mom? Yes. No. Well, not Tyler's mom, but Adam's mom. Yeah. Does. Not the same one. Okay. All right. So we got... Are we? How, do we just yell our names and say? No, nope, you just yell out the answer. Okay, five. Hey. 
I will name the time machine, and you have to tell me where the time machine is from. Okay. Ooh. Okay. Cosmic Treadmill. Oh, the Flash. The DC Universe. The Project Accelerator. Doctor Who. Oh, I don't know. Project Accelerator. I don't know that one. No. Quantum Leap. Oh. oh Did you watch any of the new shit? Uh, I watched the first episode. Any good? That wasn't bad. Okay. They they referenced the. It's not a reboot because it's they continue. Yeah, yeah. It's a continuation. Oh, is he going back to try and find Scott Bakula's character? I believe that's what they were hinting at. But the Scott Bakula, as far as I know, hasn't appeared in anything. Like they show. He said his, he wouldn't even ask. They show back. his face in a hologram, and they're the project was reopened to try and bring him back. And Al, Sam's sidekick from the Ridge series, his daughter is was on the project, and then she got kicked off. Okay. So I just ended up watching other things. Interesting. Okay. The Mothership and Lifeboat. The Mothership and Lifeboat. It's an, it's an Eric Kripke show. Who's so, Eric Kripke? He's the guy who wrote Supernatural. It, oh. it's, it's got... It's, Night Flyers? It's one word. Is it Supernatural? No, because oh. every show he writes, he, it's only... It's uh, Supernatural, Revolution, they all have one. Oh, is it... Um, it was it was the one that they went back in time to the dinosaur world? Uh-uh. Oh, okay. That was Terra Nova? Yeah. Yes. I couldn't remember if it was one word or two. Is it Ark? Nope. <clears throat> Timeless. Oh, that was a good show. Oh, yeah, it was so good. good. It was so good. We all remember it. Hey, shut the fuck up. Okay. <laughs> the Wave Rider. Ooh, not the comic book character. Oh, man, I have I I know that. I don't know where it's from though. Legends of Tomorrow. Oh, yep. Oh. That's exactly where that's from. Shut up. You know what? I was I was happy with these questions. I, they, they are good questions. Did we say anything? It, it, I, I was hoping that people would have done research for this. Get we, the, that's the whole point. Is not we were not doing research. You're supposed to do research for previously on. Are we? Omni. Yeah, so to make our stories. Oh, the stories. Omni. Is that from the one? No, it's from okay. Voyagers. Oh, okay. This is your water from like three weeks ago. Oh, you kept it. <laughs> yes. Lisbon <laughs> Falls time slip. Lisbon Falls time. Uh, Eureka. Nope. Oh. oh, that does sound like a Eureka thing. Yeah, it does. Eleven twenty-two sixty-three. Mm. Oh yeah, when man! That back in time. That show. Was, that show was really good. It's all about going back in time and stopping JFK's assassination. The Ocarina of Time. Oh, uh, Legend of that, that Princess um, Link. Legend of the Ocarina of Time. Slap him, Cody. <laughs> Ow, God, he was joking, Cody. Uh, wormhole activating and bridging computer. A wormhole bridging and activating? You may know it better by its other name, The Wayback. Oh, uh, that is uh, Peabody. Peabody. Yes. Yes. Adam is probably the only person that's seen this movie besides me. The Time Bubble. Oh, God, now you put all that. The Time Bubble. Thank you. I think Matt LeBlanc. Oh, oh yeah. Time machine, no, it? it's oh. Lost in Space. Lost in Space. Yeah. Oh. And the Vortex Manipulator. Is that Doctor Who? Yes, that okay. is Doctor Who. Okay. 
So that will be figured into your final question. The time bubble. Since since Daniel ho- helped me out with my hosting duties as studio head for 31st Century Fox, uh, Daniel gets to go first. Hilarious feature on oh. the Thank you. That's great because I was hoping to go last. Then because Cody, this this Cody, episode got moved up a week, Co- <laughs> Cody gets to go first. As I said previously, because yes, and here. that's how it ends. All right, that was my pitch. Oh, I loved it. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, you Matthew have your McConaughey, time. thank you for joining the podcast. Uh, all right. So you have your time travel movies. You got to go forward. You got your backs, and you got your loops, your loop de loops. Yes, that that's the scientific term for it. Loop de loops. That's what Neil deGrasse Tyson says. Yes, the loop de loop. Neil deGrasse. Yeah, time gets all wibbly wobbly. Ooh, you're throwing in Doctor Who <laughs> reference. That's a, that's an additional point. So we always say going forward, going forward. What about instead of that, my time travel movie? We are a stop in time. We are what? Wait, what? You're stuck in time? You are stopped in time. It is sent around our main character who wakes up one day, like, oh shit, I missed my alarm clock. Like, oh, it's reading wrong, whatever. Gets up, goes out the door, tries to start his car, goes down to his garage, tries to start his car, not starting, like, what the hell's going on? And eventually goes outside, everything has stopped. Hmm. He is the only thing that can physically move. While everything else has come to a complete standstill. Okay. Oh, I'm with you. Okay. So, at first, he's like... I've already got perverted things in my head, but this guy would be doing... Oh, wow. You just took it. Main character, guy or girl? Uh, Either way, it's still perverted for me. Well, I don't... That's why you're not involved in any decision making. Uh, Susan Blanc. She's a woman. Let's make it that way. That way, get rid of half the pervertedness of it. Susan, no, it just That's makes it worse. I'm with Daniel. <laughs> okay, who who who's who's playing her? Who we got? Sandra Bullock. Okay. Mm, is she besides Gravity? What sci-fi movie has she done? Premonition. It doesn't necessarily have to be sci-fi. I mean, probably, you were my sleeping, idea behind the movie is we're not getting in behind the specifics of the time oh, stuff. Yeah, right. So the time stop, it just happens. She has no way or means of controlling it or how to even interact with it. Like, Bird she box. has not even the comprehension of how she could even explain it scientifically. So she is she like a regular, not a regular Joe. What's what's the female? What Jane? are her, what are her pronouns? I'm not going to start to. I mean, like, would she, would she have, like, any scientific background to be like, oh, clearly... X experiment happened, and now nothing. nothing. That that comes with it level of helplessness and terror at the same time. Of how do I even start to comprehend this? How do I even start to move past this to even see if I might be able to do something to stop it? Okay, but then you get into the logistics of it too. You start getting into because you she wakes up, kids gotta get ready for school. Her kids are still in bed. Ooh, so she's got Forever. family stakes. At first, it's a slow panic for the first year. Ooh. And then the second year happens. And then it gets to the point, she's at that age where you can't really tell she's aging yet. 
But you get to the Same, point where she kind of looks really up age. one day in the mirror and she finds her hair is starting to go gray. And she's like, I am actually moving forward while everything else is standing still. So is everything actually standing still or is she just moving so fast to where it's it's imperceivable to her? You kind of jumped me on the point um, a little I'm bit. I'm sorry, I'm trying. I'm, you jumped I'm me on the this. point a little well, bit. Well, he is Because that's when we get to... Though. That's when we get to year 20, when one of her childs is starting to wake, open their eyes to wake up in the morning that she hasn't checked on in years. Hmm. So is the sun not moving either? Or is the sun in... Sun stays in place. Oh, so she's got to sleep when well, she gets tired. Well, at least her is staying in place. Right. Okay. So you do the... Eventually, she starts to try and figure this stuff out. So she does the whole slowly going mad thing, where she's just doing the crazy shit, busting through windows and stores, drinking herself into a stupor. So, so thinking special effects wise, so if she busts a window, does it bust in her time, or does it bust like slow motion style? I'm trying. I'm trying to figure out our FX budget here. Mm. Well, the FX budget might have because I have this scene where she like throws something and it sort of stops a little bit. Like, it still has momentum from her, so it will go through stuff, but once it hits, it's, she didn't touch the stuff that she breaks, so it's just sort of... So kind of like Quicksilver seen from... Uh, a little bit, okay. a little bit. Okay. And so, instead of the glass just being interesting on the ground, she's got to, like, take a broom or something, like, push it down to the ground, where she can walk through it and get all cut up and shit. Okay. And then she eventually, like... Maybe I can do something about it. Goes to the local community college. Not enough research. So she then has to walk. She's in a rural area, though. So she's going to have to walk 20 miles to get the closest university. With maybe even actual thing. But even still, she can't interact with any technology. She can't use a computer to search or anything like that. Because it won't work for her. Like, she can press the money buttons like It will not register. Hmm. So she's all analog at this point. She could possibly ride a bicycle. Cause she could power that herself. But that's it. And so we get to about when she's about 80 years old. And her kid is now slowly, just now, pulling the covers off of the bed from standing. <laughs> and she is just standing there watching, like, the last week or so. She wakes up, gets in the morning, and it's slowly getting faster. Slowly. Not faster, but slower. And she's like... Am I gonna make it in time to say goodbye? And that's where we end. Ooh, so we're going. Ooh, that's a very un, unresolved. Ooh, that is that is I full of existential dread. So, so well, you guys don't like my fucking joke ones, so I can I, I amp like it up it. a little bit. I like it. So, yeah. are you doing? Are we doing like the the main character and the kid? Those those are the only people that you see. You will see everybody else frozen in place. But I mean, like, so, so, like, those are the only really. San like, Sandy's like the only one we got to get. We we don't need any famous one for the kids, and everyone else is basically background extras. Yeah, we can. So do we that. can we can boost our FX budget. Well, she's yeah. good at acting by herself. Gravity. I mean, George Clooney was in for a little bit, but yeah, well, I mean, she, I, she can I don't have to act. Movie. Gravity. Look, I'm doing this. Gravity. Dumb. Uh -huh. <laughs> hey, uh, your idea sucked. From the four other times I had to listen to it. <laughs> so, like I said, 
ideas, thoughts, things we can add. Like, we could have the love interest. No. Or we can have the scenes where mm-hmm. she is fucking up her ex-husband's new house. No. New hot oh, girlfriend. I do like that part. I do like no. That. no. Okay. Well, no, because I mean, we don't do have... it the funny way. We do it the primal, where she's holding a knife over the ex-husband's chest, and then she lets it go, and it just stands there. You gotta do a little bit of the, the I'm enjoying this. Because for the first... Okay. Two or three days, you're gonna have fun with it. Pretty, you're gonna have like a pretty woman montage where she's like going in and trying on shit that she wouldn't be able to try on. Or well, that's fine. I don't the mm, yeah, like that's... go bust into the supermarket and eating food through the supermarket while no one can stop her. Like you, you're gonna okay. have fun right, with yes. it for a couple of days. Well, yeah, I I agree with finding that. that I, finding the, that the one, ex-boyfriend thing or well, finding that thing. one girl that or lady or guy that's in the PTA or that pisses her off at the grocery store and like shoves something in her butt or okay you didn't have to make it sexual or, like oh, this is a think that's, piece that's, not a smut piece that's that's tame for him yeah. <laughs> well no you could do things like tie their shoes together or push a shopping cart in front of them you could do some some fun little at first it's like just that. like at first, it's little things, tying shoes together, so pulling would, pants down. Would you do that, like, oh, where she's kind of giving, like, a monologue, like, you know, like, oh, this is clearly a dream, I'm going to have fun with it type thing? Yeah. Or would yeah. you do it where she's like, well, you know, I'm stuck in this situation? I think it's both. At first, it's a dream, I'm going to have fun with this. So she's just walking around and, like, uh, and just sleeping clothes around the supermarket pushing a cart just throwing whatever she wants in there and whatnot and then she stops and like that person was very rude to me last time so she, she like messed up the cash register or register so we'll, we'll have to see at least 15 minutes of her normal life yes so what if she's like a high power let's do like a 1980s moral movie where it's like she's a high powered executive who no i don't want that no it gives her too much power no no no. i think that gives her too much resources for what the area no no, all i'm saying is she has such a high setting job that she lives so fast that that like she's like she's like missing her kids recitals and everything she's not taking she's taking life for granted not enjoying the small stuff you're adding another so when she, she so when she hits the, she can actually take a break. So when she hits hyperspeed or or the speed zone or whatever, she's like enjoying it. Then at the end, she realizes that she missed. She's going to miss all the small stuff because now she's literally moving at the speed of light, like everyone was accusing her of doing when she was normal. Now she's phys- literally doing it, and she's dying. I hate to say it, I actually like that. I like everything except that she's a high power executive. I well, want her I, to I be just... like small town, every woman, but like you can find that problem in every town in America. Right, that's fine. I just threw so, that out there. It's so, not, so, not so, yeah. Animal. Oh, not, yeah, not, you not can. Animal. Was that supposed to be a personal jab? Like, I, I don't know. Like, he was I'm looking sure. at me, so I don't think it was. I like it. Yeah, that's that's a solid well, what's model. It, what's, it, what's, start. what's it called? Uh, Let's just instead of a name, this is a joke, so don't take it seriously. What if we just did like the Doppler effect? It's like, Pew! so the name of the movie is just gonna be a sound. Why, why would you? That's the sign of the Doppler. Effect. That's got terrible I, ECO. I don't think that ESO. is. I don't think that's. What's that I mean? don't think that's the Doppler effect. Or SEO, sorry, oh. search engine optimization. Yeah, you're right. I don't. I don't think that's the Doppler effect. Yeah, when you draw it, it's really close, and then it gets wider, and then it gets. No, I like to call it the, wider. That's the heart rate monitor thing. Look it up. 
Google, I'll say in dead air, we can't look it up. <laughs> well, I would like to call it The Little Things. That's like Good Charlotte song. Good Charlotte could be on the soundtrack. That's a Good Charlotte song. Ooh, Wait, would you're you, going to miss The Little Things. Would, would you do, since I just caught since you can? You sure did. I meant to turn the other way. I don't want to turn the Since everything's operating slower, would you do, like, a soundtrack, or would you do a score? Well, that's just it. She's alone. I want to go nothing. No no sound except the sound that she makes. Yeah. Like while she's walking and everything. And no fate but the one she makes. I mean, it would be a cool gimmick. Quiet Place, just... Or Quiet Place, the... Yeah. That movie with... Uh, John Krasinski. Krasinski. Mm-hmm. It was... <laughs> it's like, I want it to be sort of like a parallel to that last man on earth thing. I can do whatever I want now with, yeah, I'm the last person that is moving, but I still can't make anything happen. So you get to the end where she finally, after 20 years, figures out... But I brought my... Not timeline-wise... After a certain amount of time for her studying at this university, like physics and whatnot, she sort of has a bearing of what might have happened to her. But that's it. But she realized because it's a, what it is, what it is, there is no means to affect it. She does not have the power to. Do we, there is it no. Do we explain what it is? Like, is there no. A, okay. So this is this is just a single story. There, there's never a resolution. We're just leaving it on a cliffhanger. Yeah. Not going to do like a comic book tie-in. You're like, I'm just trying to think about how we're going to make some money off of this. Toys. You're, you're wanting toys of a person's <laughs> descent into loneliness and despair, which is Batman. No, no, I don't think about yeah, Batman. Yeah. yeah. No. Uh, so. Worst superhero ever. I will say no. It, to add anything to it, I think would diminish it. I don't think we get the happy ending. I don't think we get the... Not, it not was every, all a dream. Okay, I think it ends. Studio exec. Not everything I'm has playing, to be a tentpole I'm movie. I'm playing a role. We can, use, we can use your tentpole movies to produce the art house movie. You're fired. Get out of here. Cindy? Deborah? Cindy's <laughs> dead. How do you know? We may have traveled no, back in time. Later on. Cindy's dead. We, have, we haven't killed her. Just what she said. You killed Cindy? No. Yeah, he hit her with a plane in the neck. <laughs> <laughs> The Asians killed her. Whoa. Whoa. You brought that up yourself. Wow. What are you doing, man? Okay. If you want something to die, you got to let me forgotten. But it doesn't have to be a... Temp- but we can use your Marvel movies to pay for this art house he, play. He's just asking. Calm down. He's just asking. He's going to get plenty of monetization out of my movie. Oh, okay. You know what? Yes, there could be a tie-in. Second movie, we find out there's somebody on the exact opposite side of the earth doing the exact same thing. In China. Bringing in the Asians. <laughs> you didn't have to tie it into anything, Cody. You know what? No, I want to do this. In fact, there is four people on each hemisphere. Okay. All right. Or is is the one on the southern hemisphere? Are they going the other direction? Yes. Are they going like super fast? No, super slow. They're, they're all. Uh, going isn't everyone slow. going super slow? Well, but the, if they're going the opposite direction, so everyone would be going super fast, he'd be going super slow. Yeah, but that's. Why would he be special compared to all of the other people on the planet that are going to? Well, why is what I'm saying right now. Only in the... Because she's Sandy Bullock. Oh, okay. 
So, yeah, so while she's always been the light, you guys talk to a guy that has forever lived the rest of his life in complete darkness because he can't make a flashlight work for him anywhere he goes either. Mm. That's a cool idea, actually. I really like that idea. As a... So that's my tie-in, but you get the... That'd, that'd be the sequel? Yes. Well, not necessarily sequel. It could be a tie-in. I think it's a buried. I can see that would be a really cool like end credit scene. It's like after like the am I gonna make it in time? And then like you show that guy who's just waking up and he's like, Oh, what the heck? And he flips the light switch and nothing happens and like that would be a cool after credit scene, I think. To show that she's not moving faster than electricity. What if well, instead of going to the theaters we go to Netflix and every we don't do episodes, but every we do we release a ninety minute mini 90. Like an episode? Sure. <laughs> a 90 Episodes minute. are whatever you want them to be sure. nowadays. So we don't, re- we don't release it all at once. So I, I, think, I think most streaming doesn't do that anymore anyway. Well, how but, do you get like that to be interesting over more than one movie, no, though? That's what I'm saying. So the well, first that's one, the reason I've only got the two going for me. I got the one the woman, woman who has to use blackout curtains just to sleep every day, and then you got the guy that like, oh my god, if I don't find a light source, that's I don't se- see anything. That's the second quote unquote episode. It's we're not going to do like a, a series that runs for ten years. This is like a four, four series, four episode event type thing. No, no, that's episode. that's my concern with when we're talking about art pieces. Like, how do you get? movie three and four to be interesting how do you get even movie two to be interesting besides it being dark and you have to find light to see like how I, else do you make that movie interesting? i i think that we keep it one solid movie exactly. focused on sandy and then the end credit scene don't shake your fucking head at me i will tick you out of the studio deborah give me my bring the car around deborah <laughs> Uh, your your company car's gone. Do you validate parking? No, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is my pitch. I like it. Dig it. All right, let's hear yours. Validation boy. I thought. No, no, no. I'll go next. That's fine. No, I want to hear. I want to hear his because right. I know that he didn't think up one. All right. I did actually. You say so, that like I didn't so, just make mine up during while Cody was. Thinking. So the devil went down to Georgia. Uh, yeah. uh, no, okay. So in mine. In mine, it's not so. I feel like there's really only two time travel type movies. There's the Goofy one, Back to the Future, Hot Tub Time Machine. Um, Would you consider Back to the Future Goofy? Yes. And then there's Why? like that's a comedy. And then there's like the dead on serious like. Um, sixty five Terminator. Sixty five Interstellar, type stuff. So mine is like I would say more on the serious side but I, I don't want it to be like a drama I want it to be directed by Tarzan Singh he did uh, Cell he did uh, The Fall uh, what was what's another one he did he did uh, uh, The Immortals so you're saying all movies that this guy did but you're not telling us about your movie right I'm saying I want him to do it because Good I don't point, Cody. because I feel like I feel, I'm getting there he makes really beautiful. If you have you seen the cell with Jennifer Lopez? Yes. Okay. Uh, have you seen any of his other movies? Maybe. Well, those three movies are very. Be- I mean, like beautiful, and they're done with no CG or, or very little. 
I feel like really serious time travel movies are done sterile. Like, even though I love Christopher Nolan, I love Interstellar. 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 I feel like it's very sterile. I mean, technically it's in space, so I guess you couldn't really make it beautiful. But anyway, so uh, I don't know if the if the science is here. I, I I tried working out the science to the best of my knowledge, and I don't think I'm right. So anyway, this follows uh, our main character guy. He he's not he's not a lovable loser, but he's just he's not a lovable loser. He's not an incel. He's not anything like that. Who's playing? Um, let hear my pitch and then maybe something um but he's kind of a guy that doesn't he has no friends uh he's you yeah he has no friends he has no family um nobody he's not no not necessarily that he's just he's got one of those personalities that are just like not he's not an alpha male or whatever but he's he's just he's just a dude that exists you know me okay and um and so instead of another thing that I noticed most, what? keep doing your pitch. He's doing. Damn, I'm so angry. Uh, another thing I noticed is most time travel movies, the person time travels, and then you see the effect. You see the effects through their eyes. In my movie, this guy, he doesn't know time travel is going on, but he's having the effects done to him. The effects are happening of time travel are happening to him. So he's he's the time traveler. No, he's not time okay. traveling. Okay, but so, the effects are happening to so him. So person A travels through time, and then our main character is the one that's affected by it. Yes, but there's no person. So time travel, time travel has been discovered and has been being used as a government weapon. No one knows it exists except for the government. Our main character, we see him. We see him go through one day, okay, one day of his life. He's not a loser or anything. He's just one of those. He's just one of those people that could die, and no one would notice. Okay, yeah. it's important to the story. So we see one day go by, and then we 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 see the next day go by, and it's the same day. He doesn't know it. He doesn't realize it's the same day. But it's the same day. We're witnessing the same day. We're when then he starts noticing weird things like his green coffee cup all of a sudden is red. It all of a sudden is red. He goes back to his apartment. It's not his apartment now. He can't get his keys don't work. Like so the the effects of time travel are happening to him. You know, like in Back to the Future where the brothers and sisters are disappearing. Uh-huh. So the and he doesn't realize what's going on until he meets a, a lady who's telling him who it says he needs to? He meets the I don't Cody and Daniel looking at you. So he meets the lady who's like, who's kind of like the Joe explainer of it. Basically, what it is is uh, he he had the he the the government uses him um, because he has a life to where. So every every action has a reaction, right? Every action has a decision tree. Equal that, and opposite that, reaction. That has uh, every action has a decision tree that bounces off of that. So time travel has a paradox to where, or is dangerous to where, if you do something, you fuck up that decision tree, and now Hitler is the president of the United States, right? He had the 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 government. Maybe he has worked for the government. We don't know his past. It, it's not important. 
but the government discovered this gentleman to where in this one day he has a point in time where his decision tree doesn't affect anything so they essentially close that loop and they use that to time travel and they create an artificial decision tree off of that to where they can do experiments where they can say well what happens if if America's hit with an atomic bomb. So off of this, they create an artificial artificial decision tree off of that to where he's completely oblivious and he and the government uses that artificial decision tree to do experiments and then it collapses in. The artificial decision tree collapses in. He wakes back up and the government reuses that uh, the, reuses that moment, closes the loop and uh, uses that to do experiments. This woman works for the government and she's a whistleblower so she enters his enters this moment in time so this is sort of like a time traveler's truman show so it's similar to the source code yeah well kind of sort of but he can he can he doesn't exist like like in source code he only existed within those minutes he's not really he's not really time traveling in source code he's just like he he's yeah. I'm just saying it's it's a similar idea. Right. So but so so um anyway, getting back to the where when weird things are happening, it's because just like a VHS tape get being played, it starts breaking down. So his green coffee cup starts turning red. Things are breaking down because the government's starting to use it too much. And and they use him because there's no they, they've used this moment in time because Anything he does, there's no there's no effects. You know, like if he steps on a cockroach or whatever, it doesn't affect the decision tree that comes off of it is null and void, it dead ends. So they, they close the loop and they use this to create artificial timelines or decision trees to where they can do experiments. Okay? But they've rewound it so many fucking times that it's starting to disintegrate. Like just like everything. Everything suffers from entropy. So it's starting to disintegrate, and the whistleblower comes into this time to say, "You need to get out of here, like you need to leave this." And he's like, "What are you talking about?" And he, you know, like the whole time he feels like he's not important, he's this loser, and they use him because there's no there's no paradoxes or whatever. But the thing, the paradox is, he is the most important person in this experiment. Without him, none of this happens. So the paradox is like he is the most important thing. And the whistleblower sees that like he, if his timeline is starting to uh, collapse, it will collapse with him and he will no longer exist. And he didn't agree to any of this. They just, they found this fucked up loser that doesn't affect anything. So, so the whistleblower comes into his timeline and he... He, they're basically the whole movie is him trying to create a decision tree that isn't artificial done by the government so he can leave and this 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 day will collapse behind him and he can now be free to live the rest of his life i'm still saying time traveler's truman show no i i i see what you're the parallel yeah because like uh when the reality of the show starts to fall apart, he starts making actions that are erratic to try and break the script. So that, and, but this is a much more, so 
how are they using his actions to do their shit? Like, what? No, no, no. So, no, what I mean is, so they, they created time travel, and maybe maybe they time traveled once, and they fucked up the timeline, and maybe they were able to fix it, maybe they weren't, but it wasn't. So are they using him as just a giant calibration test? Yes, because his this day, this day, with no matter what he does in this day, maybe he works from home or whatever. So maybe in this day, whatever decisions he makes and does does not affect anything. You know, like the butterfly effect. It doesn't affect. It's a dead-end decision tree. So do we get to see the experiments as they're happening? Like the the, the example you gave was the n- nuclear bomb gets dropped. That, that may have do been Do we get too... to see that as the audience? Yeah, we, yeah, we can. The nuclear bomb may have been too crazy, but... But uh, it's like an artificial timeline that the government, once they the experiment's done, can collapse itself in. Right, right. I get the concept. Right. I'm just curious what we see as the audience. Like, the concept yeah. is really cool there. Ma- I want to see what we will see of that. Yeah. Let's say the when the whistleblower, the, the whistleblower is trying to explain to him, maybe she has visual evidence of... Of that. Okay, so, so we're going to see it as like pictures or, or something that she shows. We're not going to see it on like on camera. We're not going to see no, no, like no. We him can... turn the corner and see the mushroom cloud and then he restarts the day? No, because it would be... He wouldn't, he wouldn't personally see it because it would be a timeline shoot off of this timeline. Mm. Off the closed timeline. So a different version of him would experience it. Right. So maybe... But we as the audience are not going to well, see... Well, Maybe we can. Maybe we can. The the evidence that the whistleblower shows is data. Maybe somehow. So what maybe, if it's start now when he has his going through his routine? We showed not narrative or anything like that. Just text, and it goes to wakes up in the morning, and then it goes branching pathway. Brush teeth first, or get uh, get the coffee started first, and then we go from. Then it goes to I'm gonna he's gonna get his coffee started, and then. And just that way, as this web fetch slowly start growing in a margin on the screen of just, well, we just see it as instant, instant and then we go stretch to, like, the 15,000 things he could have did just by waking up in the morning. That's a cool idea. Um, what I think I like is a scene like the events of one of those timelines getting collapsed as our introduction to the whistleblower. So we start the movie, like we go through the, the normal day, the, the green coffee cup instead of the red one, and, and going about through things. He turns the corner, sees the mushroom cloud or whatever event, blast comes in, collapses, we're maybe 15 minutes into the movie, and then like it becomes like a, a black screen, and then suddenly we start seeing like tracking lines. And it pans out to, like, a CRT TV, and that's where we introduce the whistleblower and the concept of the government uh, scientists. Right. And then they, like, kick out a VHS tape. So that way we, as the audience, get to see it and experience it through more than just, you know, talk piece exposition. Right. And then we can go back into and start seeing the little changes, like, now the coffee cup is red, and then... Well, I, so I so we do, but we'd have to we'd have to witness the dude's first day, and then we witness the next day, but instead of continuing, it's the atomic bomb thing, and then we come back to the VHS tape, cause, and then she uses other tapes. I like the fact we're using retro uh, technology. So, so you would do that. 
the day one person wakes up, does A, B, C. He always and then so this so and then the second so second the main, time you see it so the main character is does the same thing every time his his day never changes. That, no that's what, what I was getting at. So the first time he does A B C, then the second time he'll do A B C, but then like you have your event, you have your mushroom cloud, then it resets, and then he does A B C, and then your other event. No 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 no. Yeah, that sounds. I, I don't think I'm, that sounds really cool. Then I, well, I don't think he's. I don't think I'm explaining right. So, so you, he absolutely does absolutely nothing different. Yeah, different. that's that's what I'm saying. He still does the same thing. So his his it's the world around him that's changing. No, 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 no. Through the timelines. No. Okay. They, no, no, if they, he's they, doing they absolutely do. nothing different. What is causing the changes? Right. Okay. What are we watching at that point? No, hang on, hang on. <laughs> so his timeline stays the same. This is just like, this is just like the, the just think of it his timeline as the black hole that the government uses to pass through to create an artificial timeline so his the black the black hole doesn't ever change they just use it as a gateway because of the lack of butterfly effect the lack of the paradoxes his decision tree is closed. because he is so this his world is so wrapped up in doing the same thing every single time well, it's just, the only safe way they can do it or just this moment in his time has a closed-ended decision tree so they use this moment in time as the black hole that goes through and they create these artificial decision trees so there's another dude. This is called a guy Frank. I don't know what his name is. So confused. So Frank's off doing this. They go through this and they create Frank Two, an alternate Frank, which experiences the the atomic bomb. Yeah. They they record their data, the timeline. They then they they collapse the artificial timeline, and then this resets. This is just like a door. Yeah, but that's yeah, exactly what, that, that's what we're saying. We're oh, trying to oh, we're trying to that, film the movie. Okay, that's what right. I'm saying. So like you would show you know. Frank Prime doing this, and then you would have your Frank Two. No, what I'm saying. So I like his idea to where we see one day of, of Frank Prime, and then the next day we're like, are we? Is he? Is this Groundhog's Day? And then we he experiences atomic bomb, pull out VHS tape, but Frank Prime is still experiencing. Yeah, that's right. That's, yeah, what, we're yeah, that's what we were trying to yeah. film it so that we could watch it as the audience. Right, and so the whistleblower brings when she enters Frank Prime's timeline to help him. She brings the tapes in, and that's when things like start going. Like his his timeline is starting to deteriorate. Maybe he's washing that green coffee cup, and birds all of a sudden stop, and then go again. I want the the changes to be more subtle than that. So okay. I like all of that, but I want us to not know the whistleblower is going to come in until we're near the climax of the movie. And what we're constantly seeing is these deviations of Frank off of Frank Prime into some catastrophic event, right? So like. We start with Frank Prime's day, boom, done. We do the atomic bomb two, we introduce the whistle the whistleblower. The next time we see Frank, this is Frank three, splintered off of Frank Prime, but now we're starting to see the timelines deteriorate. But I want there to be zero lampshading. So like Frank Prime comes, grabs the coffee cup like he always does, this time it's red instead of green. Um, something tra traumatic happens to him. We restart the day, now this is Frank four, and same thing, red coffee cup, goes to make toast, grabs strawberry jelly instead of grape jelly. He does nothing to respond to it. Like, he doesn't notice that it's different. Right. And then finally, when the whistleblower shows up to Frank Prime, I want her to be the one that introduces and breaks all of this. So, like, we could break it down to the point where, like, 
he's walking to work and watches someone get gunned down or murdered in the street and he just keeps going and doesn't even react to it. Like, it's, oh, this just happens every day. And keeps going. I want to create this dissonance that is unsettling to the until the whistleblower finally interjects herself into Frank Prime's timeline and be like, look. <clears throat> so, yay or nay, thinking of a scene, I want an unscrupulous government guy. You know, you got... You got your whistleblower, your whistleblower, like, you know, we can't, we can't keep doing this. Clearly, you know, it's, it's going to have this deteriorating effect on Frank Prime. And I want a, the, your government guy to be like, well, it hasn't yet. They're like, well, it's going to, you know, if we do it, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, well, I don't think so. And I want him to push a button and I want him to be like in an IMAX room that just lights up and it just, it just shows like all these different you know, versions of Frank going through his day. And it's just this massive, like, 360-degree screen where it's just like, we've done it, you know, thousands of times. Like, it just starts at the top of this room and just winds down. And he's just like, it It doesn't matter. He's one person. Yeah, he's called... I, the, the group The group is a, a, a group I've been trying to get into a movie or a story for a long time. They're called the the dossier men. They they control the narrative. I love that scene. The only thing I want out of it, I want it to be black and white CRTs. Yeah, I want that's old, fine. That's I want fine. old technology. Yeah. All of it. So I think one of, I think one of the cool scenes where the whistleblower is trying to explain to Frank how he is important and that uh, the timeline depends on him, where she takes a gun. And she'll she'll shoot like she'll shoot like two bullets into a wall or just off in nowhere, and then point the gun at him, and all of a sudden it, it doesn't fire. And then she points it, it somewhere else again. It, and it, it fires. fires and pulls it back, mm -hmm. and it, you know. Okay, that's a cool idea. All right, I like that. Who who are we getting for Frank? Mm, that's a good question. I don't I don't want to I don't want to heartthrob. I lost a bet, so for the uh, the government guy, the head guy. We need to uh, put in Steve Buscemi, so we need to make that work. <laughs> Wait, what was the bet? I I can't. No, oh. I, I signed an NDA. Uh, but, on uh, the bet? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Steve, so Steve Steve Buscemi's got got to pull that one down. What okay. about like Kevin James? No, too old. Too old. No, I'm thinking of a young dude. I'm thinking of a young. You you're thinking oh. of a young dude who's so I, set in his do, ways do, already? Do you yeah. want like a young dude? What about um Oh, I imagine a guy with a salt and pepper beard. The dude uh, okay. Oh, I was thinking I was thinking if we did young dude, I want him to go from comedy to serious. I want the uh he voiced hiccup in how to train your dragon. He's, oh, uh Jason uh, Song. Uh J J J Barishell. Yeah. Jay Barish would be cool. I was actually thinking of someone similar, the the game programmer from Grandma's Boy. Oh, the dude that talks like a robot. Oh, that guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So who who are we doing for the whistleblower? No, I like Jay Barish. Okay. Jay Barish. Um, for the whistleblower or Frank? Ah, uh, Frank. Okay. Uh, so what are we what are we thinking? I, for? I feel like you need someone who's got like because we want a, we want a woman, right? That's who we were thinking. We, but, how but, I imagine but we're not doing love interest, right? It just, oh. It's just a woman? Yeah, no. Yeah, definitely yeah. not love what, interest. What are, what are their pronouns? <laughs> All of them. That's okay. Yeah, yeah so My you pronouns are like <laughs> strong and sophisticated. Who you look... You've already got someone, don't you? Oh, I can see in her head. Karen like, Gillen. 
You can see in her head? <laughs> well, I can like see her in my head. Oh, okay. Amy Adams. Uh, actually, I kind of like Amy Adams. Because she was uh, Lois, right? Yes. Yes, I like Amy Adams a lot and for that. that. And Is that, that who you're picturing in man? Yeah, Batman like, 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 black hair, like... She's got red hair, though. She's famous for her red hair. Well, I think in this one she has black. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch gonna dry her hair. <laughs> or we could fix it in post or whatever, you know? Uh, uh, we could do CGI hair dye. It's not that big a deal. Uh, <laughs> What is it? <laughs> Cody? Cody's like Cody's really upset Cody, about the hair. Cody's thing. rebooting or something. I don't know. Amy Adams was probably fine with red hair. Just I imagined her in like a black suit, black hair. Who are you? Like high power. Who are you picturing? You said you had someone picturing. Yeah, head. I just couldn't think of their name. Well, like, movie um, you know, like in a business suit and like like not. Oh, we talking uh, someone who looks professional? Yeah, uh, Rhea Ripley. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was a joke. I'm yeah. sure she would do fine. Uh, Have you seen her before she got out? Yeah, she's weird. It's weird. The the, yeah. the I I don't mean she's weird. I mean the look she had before is like it's like a the the biggest transition you can make is like you couldn't ask for a poor opposite. Mm. She looks good either. Way, whatever. No, the the uh, Christina Ricci. Or Richie. Oh okay. Her. Yes. Okay. That is who I want for yes. the whistleblower. Okay. Yes. Give her more scenes, I say. <laughs> I like Christina Ricci. Okay, so how, how was the conclusion to our movie? Well, so, this is stupid. I wanted, I wanted, so I, I came up with this at work when I was sweeping up soybeans. I like, I like movie titles that are really pulpy. And I didn't want this to be the movie title, but I thought, like, government agents, you know, you always look like MK Ultra and all these names of like the wars and all these all these like uh, things. You always got like really poetic, sometimes poetic stuff. And I'm like, well, who comes up with these names? But I was thinking government agents aren't really poetic. So I was thinking like, the, so there has to be an entrance and exit, right? Or however, how would Christina Ricci get in there? So I was thinking like, just just being pulpy, like the way to get out. Or, or the one decision he could make that could alter the timeline enough to cause chaos effect, it'd be like the linen closet protocol or whatever, to where if he opened up the linen closet, it would cause... I don't want that to be the title. I love that as a title. The linen closet protocol. Yeah, like that. that's how... Like, that's how you get people to see this movie. That's You get that the name, the linen closet protocol, and you don't explain anything else. You don't even put a trailer out. People will watch it. I'm just saying, like, if the only... Because the government calls it the Linen Closet Protocol because if he opened that door, that's the one decision he could make that would cause chaos throughout the closed loop and they would be fucked. Okay, so so the last scene is that that we're doing, is that him opening the door? Or may, maybe. That's the thing. Maybe, maybe we do the spinning top from uh, Inception. Or we're like we do, we do him opening the door and we cut to black and then it's the start of a new day and we don't know... If it's okay, I like that one better. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Because that would be more your your spinning top. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. I like that one better. I like it. I didn't didn't know how I was gonna feel about it at first. I told you I actually thought about this one. I think you overthought it. Adam <laughs> overthink never. All right. Let's hear from Daniel. All right. So I let me preface this with I love Cody's movie. I love why you read my notes. I love Adam's movie. The problem with both movies is you can't eat popcorn to them because they are these these vacuum 
think piece, beautiful, artistic indie movies, I'm going big. Okay. I'm going uh, with an established franchise, but I'm not going to tell anyone that's connected to the franchise. Do we get a time machine? We don't get a time machine. Time We get a machine that time travels. Okay. So. You should have put time machines as the. Well, time travel movie, you think? Yeah, so what is important here is, like, as we're advertising the movie, we're advertising it as generic science fiction. Okay. Um, it's just a new generic science fiction with a generic name. <laughs> Everybody so, else got to look yeah, at the yeah, paper. I want to like, look at it. Like, Paradox Star. Okay. Paradox okay. Star. Yeah. That's, oh, that's the name of the, oh, that's the, name of the movie. Oh, okay. okay yeah, nice good. and generic. Okay. 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 All right. So, our movie's going to open with a bunch of, like, 60s-era style sci-fi. Maybe 70s-era. Where it's old computers, CRTs, green and black monitors. And we're going to do a whole bunch of shots of the inside of the the ship. and Spaceship. uh, Yes, inside of the spaceship. And it's all going to be polished, clean, pristine... And as we pan across, our, our first, like, real action is going to be someone with a dirty mop that, is, like, slaps dirty mop and starts mopping over the clean. <clears throat> the Sinstodian. Yeah. Yes. And then we're going to get to, like, like, a silhouette of three figures. And I've got actors. This is what everyone keeps harping on my actors here. Um, one of the actors, I want Michael B. Jordan. That's what MBJ said. Yes. Fucking idiot. Yes, I want Michael B. Jordan. I kept thinking of that wrestler from AEW. Oh, MBJ. MBJ? Yeah. Yeah, the classic MBJ. (laughs) The. God, he's. What did I do to him? I don't know. (laughs) You ever had an MBJ? Yeah, (laughs) Michael B. Jordan. Yes, Michael Michael B. Jordan. I know where this is going. The other one, I want Victoria uh, Peretti. Um, no, I don't know her. So. Uh, and she, if you don't know who she is, I don't. she played Nell in um, The Haunting of Hill House. Oh, okay. Um, and she played the love interest in You on seasons two and three. Wait, was that the that. one that owned the bakery? Yes, the one that owned the bakery. All right. So those are your Spoilers. references. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> um, and then the third one is a voice actor. Um, because Peter his... Collins, you know, he was a voice <laughs> Peter's right. We're gonna get um, a, like a tall, like armored suit. We're gonna do with practical effects, and we're gonna get Peter Dinklage to do his voice. Okay. Okay. So these are our characters, and they're gonna be talking kind of like, "Are you sure this is gonna work?" We're gonna get kind of thrust in the middle of their conversation, and eventually Victoria Peretti's character is gonna be like. Yes, I've run the numbers. This will work. We have to do it exact, though. And then Peter Dinklage is like, our window is in 10 seconds. And it counts down. And when Peter Dinklage hits zero, Michael B. Jordan hits a glowing red retro button on the console. Mm. And well, oh, see... can it be like red, like this easy button? Yeah, exactly. But it's glowing. Oh, right, right. And all of the, the stars that are kind of passed through our viewfinder turn into like streaks of light. And then, like, the old-school retro effects where, like, you could tell there's four guys on poles just shaking the scene around. I want it to feel old and kind of weird, right? 
and it's going to jumble around. And when the um, the stars kind of clear, there's going to be sparks fly, um, the lights go out, and we've got these kind of like warning lights coming all, all around the place, and it's going to bust through, and eventually someone's going to get the emergency lights on, and we're going to see a blue-green planet. It, okay. And they're like, okay, we're here on time. And they're going for a little bit, and then suddenly, like, there's another, like, camera shake, and we look up, and there's the Death Star. Okay. Oof. Man, we're going to have to... <clears throat> Wait, what what studio do we work for? Cause... Thir- 31st Century Fox. See, 31st Century Fox, <laughs> we've actually... Uh, we we came back, and we actually bought out Disney. The The... And we you're up, bitching about making a hard house film and we, we have enough money to buy out Disney? We unfroze Walt <laughs> and then told him that we would let him thaw out if he signed the company or else. Well, I can tell you what, your wife's not going to let him I own him. Oh, okay. Okay, so we see the Death Star. And then we get, like, like an outside shot. And this is where we go from, like, this old retro kind of style to, like, modern CG. And we see... Um, like a, like a simple, like, rebel shuttle. Um, no, not rebel, sorry, imperial shuttle. Like the, the one that folds down. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they land on the Death Star, and this is like the first half of the movie. We're gonna go through dodged stormtroopers, serious Star Wars shenanigans, and eventually they get to, like, the inside of the Death Star, and they're planting explosives on there. Vader walks in. Michael B. Jordan and Freddy both turn around, draw lightsabers. And we have a huge fight. And eventually, they don't, they don't necessarily have to kill Vader, but they win. Well, they, they can't, beat Vader. They can't kill Vader. Why not? Is this an alternate timeline? I haven't gotten there. Oh, sorry. All right. You don't know where in the timeline it is. Yeah, you're right. Exactly. So maybe they kill Vader. What the dip? Maybe they kill Vader. Is it Death Star or Death Star 2? Death Star 1. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> and then we see them... Maybe ex- it's a fake Vader. Then we see them escape from the ship. And as they get back onto the Imperial Shuttle. They start taking off. We see an explosion happen inside where they play into the explosives. And as they're flying away, you hear one of them say, Alderaan is safe. So it is an alternate timeline. Yes. And then we jump back through time travel shenanigans and the existing timeline. We get about 20 minutes of the movie where they show that the the universe is fucked. But because they saved Alderaan, all these things didn't happen. Alderaan didn't get destroyed. They didn't unify the rebels. Luke, Luke is still trying to get his power converters. Right. You know, it's, it, nothing quite works out right. And the Emperor is dominated. The The rebellion has been destroyed. Alderaan exists, but it has been ripped apart, destroyed, done all of those things. Um, and they're under complete subjugation from the Emperor. Hmm. So then they, they have that common time travel thing like we done fucked up so they jump back through the same wormhole uh macguffin time device that victoria peretti's character developed so like a time machine kind of like a time machine but they have to use warp speed plus a wormhole and this device to get it to work right 
and they jump back, same place, and they see the, their shuttle land on the Death Star. So then they land on the Death Star again, and the the final climactic scene is a three-way fight between Vader, the two of them, and the two of them. Hmm. As they are trying to stop themselves from planting the explosives. And we're going to end with them killing their past selves. That's got to be some weird form of masturbation. Right? And as they're jumping, getting ready to jump back, Victoria Peretti's like, I don't know what's going to happen when we get back. But they so, but Alderaan will be destroyed this time. Yes. And we jump back, Alderaan gets destroyed, they jump out. Okay. And that's when we hit the roll credits. Hmm. So is Michael B. Jordan a pre is a previously known character or No, both of these are brand new Jedi's. In the ro- in the robot is Peter Dinklage voicing a droid. So he they're not they're not on a on a ship or, or a famous ship or anything. Nope, it, it is a, a they recreated an old Imperial shuttle. That's why everything looks brand new at the very start because they rebuilt it to look like something from that era and they're dirtying it up. Actually, so they're, so they're not from, so they've already. No, okay, this no. is like past movie okay, line. Okay, gotcha. This actually from... may be possible because there was a comic book line called Star Wars Infinities, where each, each not episode but each book issue, issue, uh, was like. So they did they did a New Hope, but the the torpedoes made it through the vent, but they were duds. They didn't go off, and then it showed you the side effects. Then they did. Empire Strikes Back. Luke died. Um, the that the one where Chewie ends up being Bigfoot. No, I don't think so. But so anyway, they go through Star Wars Infinities. They go through uh, the three main movies where, like, like at the end of the New Hope, Yoda drops the Death Star on top of. Uh, the city planet um, Coruscant. Coruscant, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's possible. Uh, Disney Disney Plus had the What If series. Mm-hmm. There, the people, fans are complaining about the staleness of Star Wars. So would right. you use that to change the timeline? Like, so a lot of people don't like the the sequel trilogy. Right. So would you use that? As a way, or, or are you just making a standalone? We're, we're making it standalone, but we're going to leave this open in case someone wanted to reboot or change the well, Star actually, Wars universe. Actually, Favreau and Lucas are trying to, they're trying to redo 789. Is it 789? Yeah. Right? So that actually, this may actually legitimately could happen. Well, if it ever happens, I may know that. George Lucas listens to this. No, I John, John, John Favreau, George Lucas, call me. I was actually, you owe me royalties. Within this, within this fake I can reality. Hear his beard. <laughs> It'd be very quiet. He's got a really shitty small beard. George Lucas. Shut the fuck up. Okay. You can have whatever kind of beard Don't insult my, my future sugar daddy's mm-hmm. beard. I'm just... No, like, I meant within this fake reality. That's actually would be a good way to give... Isn't this a real reality? No. Or is this the are one? We, that are we all just heads in a jar? Th- this is. Frank. Am I Frank Prime? No, Cody's oh, Frank Prime. My head's gonna explode. Oh, that makes you feel bad. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, that was a huge insult to him. How was it? Oh yeah. Well, <laughs> shit, sorry. Let's see. Uh, let's, no. let's rewind. Because I'm Frank. So, 
Frank has game. no friends. No, I just meant he's a loner. <laughs> I just meant his this, life is not important. I just meant the, podcasts every other Sunday. I just yeah. meant to slam Tyler. <laughs> Man, between that and you saying that Daniel's present came from the clearance aisle, <laughs> that's not oh, wow. Well, I mean, we did find out there was a duplicate between episodes, so yeah. You know. uh, I I genuinely like that idea. I think it's cool. Yeah. And, and it's out of all the ones we did that's most likely might could possibly happen in reality yeah, so I, I like the idea and I think you could do like once you get like opening weekend out you could rebrand it and then tell it as Paradox Star or Star Wars story once a lot of the, the like the novelty of not knowing wears off mm-hmm. and then you could release a trailer that's showing well that. realistic I, I know where this is fantasy but I think realistically mm-hmm. Disney Plus is probably the best you're going to get out of that they could, wow. re- they could re- no, no, that's Jesus God. Christ. That is not yeah, a- that's wow. shit. Like, that's not a slight. No, I'm saying I mean, they, they the could. The best yeah. you're gonna get is Disney. No, I guess you're I not guess mine is go direct to streaming service. Yeah, like direct to VHS. He <laughs> dink and you know you can't. No, I'm just saying you could drop that on Disney Plus like like Daniel wants with no thing, and it, it the word of mouth buildup would be fucking tremendous. It'd be like the craziest advertisement just. Disney Plus, Disney and Stars would get so many vocal comment jerk offs that it'd it, be, it would be 30th Century Fox Plus. Yeah, so the only thing I do not like about the idea is how much Star Wars nerd rage you're going to get reflected at us for making this movie. I don't, I don't know. I man. mean, you cannot make a Star Wars movie at all without Star Wars nerd rage. Because he resets it. And, and I'm not even saying we're going to officially reset it. We're going to go back with them. Popping through the ton- the wormhole again. That's and what she's saying. gonna say. I and don't know who, what. That's, and that's who knows what happens after that? That's the point. If this is good, Lucas and Favreau can use that to get rid of seven, eight, nine. If people don't like it, you can just be like, "How do you know it doesn't reset?" Yeah, you just they go back and the ship disintegrates. You know, because of time paradox or whatever. You know, so like the the whole point is going through the wormhole and not knowing opens up multiple angles depending on the reception of the movie. So yeah, you could be like, okay, this is just a fun little side story. It's non-canon. It, it, if you want to consider it canon, it has no effect on the canon at all, other than there's two more Jedi that Darth Vader has killed to his kill count. If you want to consider it canon and you want to change seven eight nine, here's your opening for seven eight nine. Here is a storyline for ten eleven twelve. If you want to go that route. It just opens up a closed storyline branch. And plus, if you want to make a sequel, they 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 don't disintegrate. They go in Empire Strikes Back, and they they I don't know do something in Empire Strikes Back. I think if they don't disintegrate and you have a sequel, you open with Victoria Peretti um, lightsabering the time travel device that they installed on the shuttle. And she destroys it. Cause... But then, but then later in the movie, they find out that they needed to fix something, and she's like, "Fuck, that was a one of a kind." Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. So th- that forever answers the well. Why don't they just time travel and change it? Plot line that you always have in every hole. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be difficult. I'm gonna slap you in the face if you don't quit talking. <laughs> All right. So while while I'm deciding the winner, do do we like time travel movies? Yes. Very much so. It depends on the time travel movie. For the most part, I really do enjoy it. Like, none of these really have, like, a dedicated time machine. Like, you have a 
a ship that basically travels through time through something. Mm-hmm. But like, there's no, it's, it's, there's no like DeLorean where it's like, this is a time machine. Correct. It travels through yeah. time. Well, in in my head, I was picturing, I was picturing more of like they they've tapped into the stream, and they are able to. In my in my head, it wasn't VHS because we came up with VHS here, but it was like like um, those old school editing machines that that's got like the rockers on them, mm-hmm. and they can they they're able to rock through time. So time is just it natu- the time stream is something that naturally for that is naturally in the naturally in nature, and they were able to tap into it, and they can now control this this small section. So they don't need a. I didn't really think about when it goes to. Like I told you the science wasn't that's, exactly there. That's fine. I mean, yeah. like, do you need the science? I mean, Dan- Daniels doesn't. They're like, we have a machine that allows us to travel through time. Right, like, with warp speed and wormhole and. Yeah, like. I mean, like. If time travel needed accurate science, we would have no time travel movies. So I'm saying, like, that's one, you know, do you want, like. A sci- like a bullshit scientific mumbo jumbo in your movie, or do you want it to be like, this travels through time because I'm a scientist and I say it travels through time. But that's still scientific mumbo jumbo. If if you just have your character say it with authority and you take in your your characters take it serious. I mean, if you're if you're making hot tub time machine, whatever. Well, I mean but, that's how we get the flux capacitor, right? Right. So you say you just say it like. Yeah, we we tap into the uh, mini calorians and uh, we built this refrigerator. That if you if your if your character says it with authority, and your and your uh, the people he's the the people that, that being told to don't wink at the camera and go get it, and they take. You're the worst winker. Yeah, in the entire world. is that what you've been doing? Is winking? Yeah, that's awful. God, how have you ever had sex with anyone? You hadn't been having is a winking stroke. an important part of sex? No, I'm yes. Just, I'm just saying that's all you do. The point. <laughs> the point is. <laughs> the point is, if you're all, if if the people in the movie take it serious and buy into it, your audience is going to buy. It. You don't have to say, well, the math is like. I love Interstellar, I love Christopher Nolan, but even I was like, the math doesn't, don't explain us the math, dude. We get it, okay? This, That's this, what I'm saying. Yeah. Do you want, like, Christopher Nolan, Interstellar, where, like, no, it's, or I, do I you just it. want it, like, it's a hot tub time machine, and Craig Robinson just, like, stares at you through the camera? I, no, I, I mean, I like hot tub time machine, but you all know that I prefer my shit violent and depressing, so I prefer not so much my movies. I don't like, Comedies. Your, your life is violent and depressing. <laughs> no, my life. That's how he likes to have sex. My life is so. I'm so passive aggressive and a pussy that I'm having I a work. seizure. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I have a I have a fun and interesting story that involves time travel and a mistaken identity. Oh, you're gonna say sex and winking? No, no. Time we travel. Real, we're, we're hitting the we're hitting the mark. We're hitting the mark. Okay. Well, it's gonna be a quick story. Okay. All right. So, um, plane in the neck. Yeah. Many many years ago, I was married. Um, and my wife and I, we had planned a date night, but her brother had come into town. So before we went out on our date night, we had gotten together with him for like lunch or dinner or something like that. And we were talking about how for our date night, we were going to go out to the movies, but we hadn't decided a movie yet. And he's like, there's a great movie coming out. It has, uh, Bruce Willis and, um, uh, George Gordon Lovett. Joseph Gordon Lovett? Yeah. Yeah. Joseph Gordon Lovett. And... They play like, like Bruce Willis is like 
the the old man, and he goes back in time to talk to George, uh, to to Gordon Levitt, and um, and he explains this whole plot. And it sounds super interesting, and he's like, "Yeah, I think the name is called the name of the movie is called Premium Rush." So, my wife and I, ex-wife, are like, "Okay, well, that sounds great. Let's go see it." So we get to the movie theater. We buy our tickets for Premium Rush. Sit down. Movie opens with Joseph Gordon Levitt. And we're like, all right. So the movie, if you have not seen Premium Rush, um, is about a bike messenger. And the bike messenger falls into this giant conspiracy. But because it's a conspiracy oh, really? movie. I thought it was, he got, I haven't seen it, but I thought he got in trouble with the mob or something. Yeah, he, like, he falls into oh. like a mafia mob oh, okay. conspiracy. Um, so he falls into this mafia or mob conspiracy. But because it's, it's shot as a conspiracy or a mystery movie, there's all these scenes where you see him, and then he's responding to the camera, and you don't see who's on the other side of the camera. So for the first half of the movie, while they're shooting this conspiracy thing, every time they do that, I'm like, oh, this is where we introduce Bruce Willis as future him, who is going to then, you know, say whatever. And it never happens. And it keeps never happening. We get finally to the point where we're like, it feels like they're wrapping up the plot here, and there's been no Bruce Willis and no time traveling. Just a whole bunch of cool antics on messenger bikes. And finally, the movie is ending, and her and I are both like, what the hell? And the movie ends, and there's no Bruce Willis and no no time travel, nothing. It's just a cool kind of mob mafia Doesn't bike they, messenger don't movie. Don't they do, like, parkour on their bikes and yeah. shit? Yeah. yeah, but it's all, like, BMX type of stuff, and yeah. the whole movie ends with, like, a giant army of bike messengers against the mob. Like, it's a, frankly, Premium Rush was a fantastic movie. I would recommend it to people. Mm. Would you rather Would you <laughs> rather watch Premium Rush or Looper? And, and that's what it was. He yeah. was describing the plot of Looper, but told me it was Premium Rush, and I have still not seen Looper. Um... But just a fun... Really? Yeah, I have not seen it. But like Premium it. Rush is fantastic, as long as you're not expecting Time Traveler Bruce Willis to be in it. Oh, man. <laughs> did you like... Did you like uh, the... Uh, did you like Episode 8? Of... Star Wars? Yes, I did. Okay, you may like uh, Looper then. Okay. Well, I am one of the few people who enjoyed Episode 8. I, I have gone on record that I enjoyed 8 better than 7 and 9 both. That's because six is... Like, don't, don't. Okay. Like, only because I cut him off before he said that. Seven, eight, nine. I, well, I was going to choose Adam. Oh. But really? Him, yes. Because you have... Mainly because of the stuff that Daniel added, if I'm being honest. <laughs> like, like the VHS, like the old tech. But you know that I like most of that stuff that you said. Cody, It was this was really, really... Difficult. I'm not. I'm not bullshitting He's you. He's just not doing bullets. a cash grab. I. Yeah, and I'm in third place apparently. That's why I went to you next. Oh. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I get defensive. I don't think my work's valid. I. I love. I like your idea. I just. He knows that I like that shit. The the government conspiracy. The secret government guy. Steve Buscemi. <laughs> Just this this makes us even, Steve. Even Steve, even Steven. I'm not. Well, that was that I'm was probably one of our best episodes, guys. Don't you think? Oh, yeah. d- no comment about mine. Just 
Uh, I don't shit. But you said you thought it up right when Cody was saying yeah, his. Yeah, just because I just because I didn't have it prepared doesn't mean I didn't put work into it. I didn't say it wasn't bad. Wait, did I actually win? Yes. Yeah. I thought you were fucking with me. Yeah, congratulations, Adam. So what's our next previously on? You're supposed to have a slip in your back pocket. Have we, have we done time travel yet? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's been fun, guys. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave. No. Okay. All right. This one may be a little bit difficult, but I want I want you guys to come up with a movie. Done it. <laughs> Good. Um, it's called It's called Premium Rush. It's about, about uh, time jo- traveling Joseph Gordon Joseph Gordon Levitt. <laughs> no, no, mine's a Premium Flush. Oh fuck! I don't want to know. All right, <laughs> is it no, about I, plumber, plumbers, and messengers. I I will I will get back with you because Bru- Bruce I, Willis I, is on the toilet. You have to know. Yeah. Well, no, I didn't. I don't know. I don't. You know. have to come up. All with right, something. my idea was this. I don't know if it works, but I wanted the movie to start out. I want the movie to hit every genre. Can we make a movie that works? So you want us to make a movie that fulfills every single genre of filmmaking? The the. Not, not, not like the subgenres where it's like you hit horror. You don't have to hit the slasher and the monster. So you have to do comedy. All right. So I, I get the idea you're going for. What if we have to pick two genres and smash them together that don't normally get smashed together? Well, see, that's the thing. Everything gets smashed together. Think of there, there's literally everything has been smashed. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is that what the kids call sexy? They smashing? No, they they just sit there and like oh. have an eye seizure. I like that idea. Yeah, we just take two genres and we just smash them together. With one genre that you have to pick, and we have to put pick something that is not that genre, so oh, we can't just do a horror horror movie. No, yeah, yeah. You pick a genre, and we'll smash another genre into it. Okay, I'm gonna pick the hardest. Uh, I yeah. want. I will, uh, historical epic sword and sand. You can pick sword and sandal, in, or uh, pirate movie. Uh, uh, it can be back in the uh, pioneer days, but it has to be a historical epic. What, what's the what's the cutoff? Um, before before industrial revolution. Okay. Oh darn. Okay. All or right. You so want to do a steampunk? I I was thinking uh, something prohibition era. Ooh, okay, I'll allow Prohibition here. Because I like that era. Okay. Okay, so... Historical epic. Are you are you picking both genres, or are you just picking one? No, I'm just picking one. Okay. Yeah, we're going to come up with the other one. Okay, okay. so we're doing historical epic smash-up. No, you know what? Next. Pre- I don't mean to be a dick, yep. but I'm taking Prohibition era away, because I may use that for something else. That's fine. All right. All right, so let's do... Let's do... Historical epic... Um, well, Tyler, you're a history major. What do they call, like, um... You're a history major? Mm-hmm. I don't know that. Uh, College degree and I work in a factory. Hey. Yeah, give me give me some time to... Make less money than him. <laughs> so, uh, let's do, like, you can do sword and sandals. You can do pioneer days. Just do it right where you had it before. All right. Prior to the Industrial and Revolution. Prior to the Industrial Revolution. Okay. So, no reliance on technology. Well, I mean, there's, well, right. there's still technology. I mean, caveman had technology. Well, you, yeah. you know what I mean. Caveman's had technology. They even could rock a little bit, you know? Really? The guy <laughs> Good night, everybody. All right. You Good. have been listening to previously on a Damage Control podcasting production. 
Check us out every Monday on YouTube and the SoundCloud for new episodes. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram or uh, Twitter and Facebook at Damage Control Podcasting. By the way, audience, y'all don't hear my jokes, but I'm fucking hilarious. Sometimes. In between recordings. <laughs> Adam, push Co the button. Cody, you want.